Hello, I'm Scott Suskovic, Senior Pastor at Christ Lutheran Church. I want to invite you to check out our website, ChristELCA.org. And join us at worship. We have four different, very unique campuses. So glad you're here. Enjoy this podcast. The text that we want to focus on today is from Matthew chapter 5. Jesus says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And thanks be to God. It's a curious thing about light, particularly from a candle. That if you take that light and you light another candle and a third candle and a fourth candle, it's not like the light diminishes. That light, in fact, continues to grow. Maybe Jesus knew this when he was thinking about, let your light so shine. Because every time we let our light shine, it doesn't diminish it. It's not put in half, but in fact, lights even more. Curious thing about light, curious thing about love. When the second child comes, you may think, well, how can it be? Now I have to divide my love two ways. A third one, three ways. A fourth one, four ways. But you and I as parents know that doesn't work that way. Because as you go one more and one more, the love doesn't diminish. You're not dividing it by four or three or two. But in fact, it just continues to grow. Let your light, let your love so shine before others that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And so for the next three weeks, we're going to see that light, that love, continue to shine. Because you remember about a month ago, September 12th, we gave away several thousand dollars to 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. How good an idea was that, right? And really, the, the inspiration was um, from the parable of the talents, in which a rich man went away, gave his servants different amounts of money. And two of them doubled it. Well done, good and faithful. And the one just buried it. So we received some money from Lisa, Lisa Teeter's will. And we used this to put that parable to the test. Will it double? Will it triple? Will it go beyond? And so we gave the money to the kids. I think we gave away 50 envelopes. $20 bills, 50 and 100s. And as they've all now responded of what they're doing, kind of three categories. There are those who are donating the money to a favorite cause. Gave the complete sum. There's another group that are buying things. Maybe hygiene items for the homeless. Maybe um, food for the pantry. Maybe supplies that they need to build something. And then there's a third group who are collaborating, who are collaborating with others, maybe in their neighborhood or family or church, 
to be able to have a greater impact. So I was thinking, you know, we've got three weeks, we've got 50 kids, there'll be plenty of opportunity for everyone to come up here next to me and and speak or maybe do a video, but you know what? Not every middle school kid wants to do public speaking at church. (laughs) Go figure. In fact, one young girl said, I would rather pluck out my eyelashes (laughs) than come up here and speak you'll be able to recognize her. <laughs> but, but I did have three brave souls who are coming up here. So Jack Contreras, come on up. And we have Victoria and Rebecca Schweitzer, come on up. And uh, they're so bold to come up and share with us their project that they have been working on. So thank you for joining us. They're working like a pastor today, three services, and they're doing well. Hopefully inspiring other middle school kids to keep their eyelashes and just come and talk, and we'll do that. So we're going to start over here with Rebecca. So Rebecca, um, how much money did you get? I had 50 in my envelope. $50, and what did you do with your $50? So the goal I wanted to raise money for was this organization called Water for South Sudan. So they build wells, fix wells that aren't working or aren't clean, and provide hygiene training in South Sudan. So I made more money by selling candles and soaps. Cool. Where did you first hear about South Sudan? After we read this book called A Long Walk to Water in sixth grade. So basically the main character in that story was the person who founded water for South Sudan, and so I thought it was a really important cause, bringing water to people who don't have access to it. And how appropriate then with the water that you're making soap and you're making candles. I'm not even sure how to make soap. How does one make soap? Yeah, there's a chemical reaction involved in making soap, and my mom, who's a chemistry teacher, taught Uh me how to make it. So you use sodium hydroxide and then a combination of coconut and olive oil, and then we add essential oils for scents, and so then you just pour that into a big mold and cut it up into bars. What kind of scents do you have, aroma? Yeah, uh, we had eucalyptus, orange, and lavender. Cool. Candles, they have to be a little bit easier. Yeah, we just melt down wax, add the color and the scent, and then pour them into glass bottles. Good deal. All right. And it's going to help the water in South Sudan. So how are you trying to sell this? Yeah, so we actually, I've sold pretty much everything between services. So we had a table downstairs. So that's the collaboration here, huh? Good, good. So uh, do you have any more candles? Um, We just have a couple of the little squares of soap left. All right, well, you can buy water for South Sudan downstairs. Good deal. It sounds like a great project. It's going very well. Yes. All right, let's hear from your sister. Victoria, uh, how much did you get? Um, I got 100 in my envelope originally. <laughs> All right, $100. And what did you do with that? Um, I used my money to make different baked goods and jewelries uh, that I'm giving to Lutheran World Relief. Baked goods, where did you learn how to bake? Uh, my mom taught me how to bake when I was younger. She's an amazing woman, isn't she? She made your clothing too, didn't she? No? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> so she helped you the baking, and she taught you, and now you're, what do you have downstairs? Um, well, I have the baking, and then I also have different 
jewelry that jewelry. I made. Jewelry? Where'd you learn that? Uh, my grandma's neighbor taught me how to make jewelry a couple of years ago, and she was 95 years old when she taught me how to do that. Cool. So you're making the, the, the baked bake goods, you're making jewelry, and where will the money go? Uh, the money will go to Lucerne Road Relief to buy different animals. So far, I've raised almost $600, which is enough for about a herd Woo! of 13 animals. That's great. That's great. So you're, you're baking a treat for one time, but Lutheran World, World Relief will give animals, such as what, chickens? Yeah, like chickens, piglets, and goats, which each provide different things, like uh, milk and meat for like many years. Yeah, so you're going to feed them for a long time. That's great. And what a great return. That's better than the parable. That's better than double. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> and Jack, Jack, you know, some people have uh, found different causes to help individuals who are in need, maybe water, need of food, need of something else. And Jack has a project that I don't think anybody else has and unique, just like Jack. I wouldn't expect anything less. So uh, first of all, how much did you get in your envelope? I got 20. 20 bucks. What did you do with $20? I started a Facebook fundraiser and used the $20 to market the fundraiser. I hear you've been creating something too. Yeah, um, basically what I'm doing, I'm using to draw attention is I'm drawing a sort of little comic strip, like the one up there. Yep, yep. So you're doing the comic strips, putting on a Facebook, getting attention. Yeah. Drawing all attention to yourself or something else? I am donating the my, I'm donating the donations yep. to the Columbia Red Wolf Coalition. Red Wolf Coalition. Red Wolf. What? What? Why? Why Red Wolves? Because wolves are awesome, and um, they, there's actually hardly any in the ecosystem anymore. There's like. The majority of them are, and the majority of the wild ones are in eastern North Carolina, and there's only like 35. 35 left. Yeah. There's also like 120 or so in captivity. Yeah. So why in the world do we want to put predators back out into the woods? Because um, one time they, humans, and wolves were hunting humans' livestock, so humans hunted the wolves down to near extinction. Oh, I see. And so the, the, the ecosystem, huh, yeah. you talked about. Yeah, ecosystem, get them back up. So what does the Red Wolf Coalition do for the, for the wolves? They protect them by basically educating people that, oh, these, we need to protect them. We need to do everything we can. Good, good. So you got to tell us you had 20 bucks and uh, did this uh, comic strips and the, your dad's Facebook. Is anybody interested in red wolves like you? Maybe. How much have you raised? All of you. Um, All of them, huh? How much have you raised? Oh, um, so far I've raised 640 $640, huh? That's a good return. And I bet if anybody else wanted to 
contribute, they certainly could, right? Good yes, deal. Please Good do. deal. Please do. Well, I want to thank all of you. Let me grab that. I want to thank all of you for coming up here, saving your eyelashes, and talking with me today. Um, exciting things that you're doing, and, and not just kind of fun, but making a deep impact as well. You know, living generously, one of our core values here at Christ Lutheran. And when we live generously, it's like that light, or it's like love. It doesn't diminish it every time we live generously. In fact, it just shines even brighter. And when we do, we let the Christ who dwells within us shine. You become the hands of Jesus, making soap or jewelry for those who can't do it for themselves. You become the very voice of Jesus, you know, helping red wolves survive. We, uh, you probably received a letter from me last week about our stewardship for 2022, living generously. You'll receive another one here in about a week with an intention card on there. I want you to think about how your light, how your love will be reflected in your living generously. And hopefully stories like these and the ones in the next two weeks will be an inspiration how we all can make an impact for the kingdom of God. Well, join me in thanking them for being so brave to come forward. Thanks for coming up. You can have a seat. All right.